the story of Lazarus and Dives, or the rich man and the poor man. You know, that this guy, he's super rich, and at his door was this guy, Lazarus, who didn't have enough to eat, and he was covered in sores, and the dogs would come and lick his sores, and eventually they both died. <laughs> Great storytelling, Jesus. But he gives an amazing point. He tells the story after they die. Pardon me, you, I'm sure you, you know the story or familiar if you don't take a look at Luke 16. And Lazarus, it says, is carried off into the bosom of Abraham. It's a beautiful expression referring to the souls who are awaiting entry into heaven. And then the rich guy, it doesn't say he died and got carried off. It just says, and he died. <laughs> and he says, from his place in torment, of torment in Hades. Hades is a reference to, to hell. There's some times where we're not sure he, our Lord might be referring to uh, a form of purgation, where we get purgatory, but for the most part, he talking about hell. I was so challenged as I read and prayed through this gospel today. And I, so much so, I wanted to share it with you all. Why was I challenged? The reason that Abraham says that the rich guy in the Greek for rich guy is Dives, so we call him Dives. The reason Dives was condemned, the reason he went to hell, or the only explanation that Abraham gives is, he says to him, you remember in your life you received good things, and Lazarus, he received bad things? Yeah, well now he's getting comforted while you're in torment. And that's it. So this guy didn't necessarily do anything evil. He didn't make Lazarus poor. You know, he wasn't kicking him when he walked out. He just omitted. He didn't do stuff. And it's more than that. So that, that kind of opens up the whole question of examining our hearts about sins of omission is what they're called. There's certain things I'm obliged to do or I'm, I'm seriously lacking in what is essential. And that covers a whole pile of things. But my main point today is why do we think we have good things? What level of comfort do you and I live in? My house is warm. There's piles of people. There's actually people lined up right now outside my house because we run a soup kitchen and it's snowing. They're there to get a sandwich, to get a takeaway pack lunch and a cup of tea, coffee. That's what they're there for. And I've got two fridges, two and a half fridges full of, of food I didn't even pay for. Other people paid for it. They brought it. And on top of that, I, I have such a debt to pay. Why do I think I'm so blessed? Is it because I'm amazing? I deserve this. I made that happen. I shall sit aloft my huge bowl of soup that someone else made. What? It's not like I'm a, some king, like Dives seemed to think he was, the rich guy. I'm the rich guy. Are you? It's like a really nice guitar. I love this guitar. I'm so grateful to God. I didn't pay for it. And I have another guitar. Legally speaking, it's my parents, but it's here and I'm the only one who plays it. And do you know who I play it for? I play it for me, for my list, my enjoyment. I have two guitars. What, what do we have? Do we think we have it for ourselves? Do we think we have it for ourselves? Someone said to me years ago, we are blessed in order to bless. You know, we can give out to God because there's suffering in the world because there's a line of people outside my house wanting to get a cup of tea and a sandwich. We would blame God for that. Has God released the solutions to these things into the world? How much do you have? How much do I have above the actual what I need, say for a year? And could the solution be sitting, rotting in my bank account or yours? Somebody's solution. I don't mean you have the solution to every I realize that we all have our difficulties, but to really look seriously, like what, are, what do I have over and above what I actually need? And if I don't need it, 
Guys, it's there because it's meant to be given. Or at least seriously let sit down with God and let him challenge you on this. I heard one guy, he's a, he's a pastor, and he gives over 90% of his income away. Now, he's a massive income, apparently. Because he doesn't need any more. So why would he keep it? Guys, DV's got like eternal trouble because he sat on his cash. Now, it doesn't mean you can't be rich. It doesn't mean you can't have nice food and nice things. You can. But we need to also give stuff away at a fair, a queer rate of nuts, do you know? Or else we, we might be really, really surprised when we die what the actual big issues are for God. Because his love is, is immense and unstoppable. He is he's sending the rain uh, on the good and the evil alike. He's sending supply into the world. I believe there, there isn't a need for anyone to go hungry, especially not today. And yet kids are... They are starving in, you know that, I know that. Yeah, so there you go. I'm so challenged by this. I, maybe you are too. Let's bring it to the Lord. And let's not let, I wouldn't want this to sit on your heart as some sort of condemnation, but as an invitation, an invitation to participate with the Lord. This is what almsgiving is. God has so blessed us. Let's enter into thanksgiving for stuff. Like, do you have a car? Do you have some, some warmth in your house? Or do you have more than one set of clothing. All of that puts you above loads of people. Do you have education? Do you have access to the internet? There's a rhetorical question. Is it rhetorical? Ironic, maybe. <laughs> uh, then that you've got more than a lot. Is there something of my extra that the Lord might be challenging me? Sit down with Luke 16. Have a little chat with the Lord about that. Ask Lazarus, who did rise from the dead. That was the thing. Ah, but Father Abraham, if one of my, my siblings would, if someone's raised from the dead, then, then they would change. No, they have, if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, then even if someone would rise from the dead. Well, someone did rise from the dead, Lazarus, and then Jesus rose from the dead, and yet still people reject him. Let's, let's ask uh, the Lord's grace today that we might rise from the, our own stupor, the death of our own stupor, and we might see the poor. We might have, uh, be moved with the compassion of Jesus. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Brothers and sisters, let us ask for that love so we too might give. We might give generously as Mother Teresa, Saint Mother Teresa would say, that we might even give until it hurts. And then we might experience the Father blessing us, smiling us, smiling on us uh, with his love. Well done, good and faithful servant. Come and share in your master's joy. Boom.